Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring very special guests from Wake Forest University. We have Alex Fitzpatrick. Alex, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely, man. How have things been lately? I know it's kind of grind time for you guys with finals and, and stuff, but you know, how have you been lately? Yeah, not not too bad. Um, trying to trying to manage my way between finals and uh, and practice and all that sort of good stuff. Um, just looking looking forward to getting through the week and hopefully with some with some passing grades would be nice. So, yeah, um, that's always nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that helps. It helps the uh, you know playing next semester and stuff like that. But um, yeah, gotta stay yeah. eligible. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, we'll get into the first question here. Where are you from and how would you get into the game of golf, man? So I'm from Sheffield, England. Um, To a lot of people who don't really know England, it's about four hours north of London. Um, And golf is kind of, I guess, something that's always been in my family, Um, or at least from my dad's uh, age. But uh, my dad sort of got me playing when I was about two years old, just with uh, some plastic clubs and uh, some plastic balls and taking me out in the garden and, and whacking them. Um, <laughs> and then just, just over time, sort of playing in little tournaments every now and then, and uh, and then just keep playing little tournaments and growing up and uh, eventually just at the stage now. So um, yeah, yeah it's the age of two. So yeah, since that's yeah, been going well, I mean, that's the definition of starting them young right there. Um, <laughs> you know, that's great that it's been in your family too, because I mean, you guys all have experience, you guys can all play within each other and stuff like that. Um, I mean, as you progress and grew up, kind of talk about your junior career a little bit. I mean, what kind of tournaments you played and over in England, I don't know if they have, you know, if, if high school golf's a thing or if it's more individual kind of team stuff and club stuff like that. But um, yeah, kind of talk about your junior career a little bit. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, high school golf just isn't a thing back home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we basically at, at a high school we call it secondary school is is mainly you're probably going to play soccer. That's, gotcha. That's so, <laughs> yeah. so like like you guys would have American football teams over here where where the rest of the school would go watch you play American football. Right. The, the school would come watch us play soccer. Gotcha. Um, okay. So golf was never uh involved in the curriculum um it was something that was done like outside of school so uh mm-hmm. when i was nine i joined my own golf uh, my home golf course um and from there i've stayed there since uh but before like during high school there was no no golf teams or anything like that um it was just simply soccer or uh in times where you do pe um yeah you just played loads of different sports but golf was never one of them so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, a couple guys from Australia, England, Scotland, and they, yeah, I know it's just high school is just not a thing over there. High school golf's not really much over there. And um, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, if you're trying to get like recruit and play college golf, like all the, all everything that I've learned and heard from other people, it's all about your tournament play. Like high school golf is great and everything, but if you can play, you know, play in those high level events like you have, and, you know, you've represented your country a few times whenever you were, you know, playing, um, you know, the boys tournaments and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's kind of what it's all about really whenever you want to get to the next level. So, I mean, it's kind of nice that in over in England, I mean, it's, that's pretty serious golf over there. They don't take it lightly. And um, no, no, not, not by any means. I mean, the, um, like I said, the tournaments we don't play in a high school, but they're, yeah, you kind of start 
um, very similar to how you would hear where you'd start with little tournaments, probably any city. Yeah. Um, so mine would be a place called, I think called Sheffield Union, which they run about a bunch of little events like under 12s, under 16s, under 18. Right. Yeah. And then move up to your county. And then from there is your national events. So right. um, it's a similar, it, it, there's different things over here, but um, I would say most of it is kind of similar in the way that you have the, the state and then the national. So right yeah no i i totally get it and it's like yeah it's just a little different but um i mean you played in numerous high events you know high level events in europe and even some events where you represented england in your junior career you made appearances at a couple ajg events where you know you placed pretty well um you know was there any thought about you know maybe skipping college golf and just turning pro straight away or, i mean was there kind of that thought at all or no 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 not not even yeah, a little bit. Um, really? Yeah. I guess I guess going pro is something that I've always wanted to do, but yeah, that current time and, and especially looking back now as to how different I was as a player back then, I I, I yeah. would never if I had to turn pro, it wouldn't have been good for me. Um, uh-huh. But the um, looking at college golf is something that I've always done, and, and I'm lucky with with my brother having gone through it a little bit. Um, yeah, he went through the process of being recruited and looking at places, and um, I'm lucky because I learned a little bit off that and. Uh, we as a family are very lucky because we spent a bit of time over in America. So we kind of knew what it was about and, and I knew that I liked it over here. Um, so just from, just from that really itself, I I was excited to come over and, um, do my four years somewhere and and play college golf and, uh, and develop that way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great experience to play college golf. It's one of the best things you can do. I think ever a lot of that's what most other people say too. And, um, you know, you touched a little bit on your brother there. I mean, obviously your brother, Matt Fitzpatrick, he, you know, he, he went to college for, you know, for a little bit and then he kind of, you know, dropped out and then now he just take, I mean, he's taken off, you know, he's made a great name for himself. He's been a Ryder Cupper, you know, very successful in the European tour and, and on the PGA tour. Um, can I talk about the influence your brother had on you, you know, kind of growing up with him and, you know, watching him, you know, watching him with his success. And I'm sure that was just only motivating, you know, for you. Yeah. I mean, um, he, so he's four years older than me. So mm-hmm. yeah, we never, we never had a chance to play in the same tournaments because that age mm-hmm. gap was just a little bit too big, but yeah. Um, with his success and, and, and how he developed pretty quick, I, I, I guess it did motivate me to, to get better and um, not playing catch up, but like always wanting to, I'm all, I, I always wanted to sort of get closer to him to, to of course, like I wanted my success. So he, so I could be like, oh, like I did this and, and you didn't do that and right. all, that sort of, all that sort of thing. So um, that was sort of the way it was growing up. But like um, in terms of influence, it's nice because well back back then when I wasn't as mature and, and I didn't really understand mm-hmm. golf as much and I didn't understand what I wanted to do as much it, mm-hmm. I never really asked for advice because I guess I was too young for that uh-huh. um, but like now now I can appreciate asking him for for help on some things and uh, yeah and especially at this time for me right now with uh, hopefully turning pro in um, June yeah. I can pick up things from him and, and he can help me out with it in the in the process so um no i'm very i'm very lucky to have someone experienced like him and uh, i know that there's not many if any at all that that have the right. same opportunity that i do yeah and i mean you know he, he you know he's done some things you know maybe that you haven't done but there's a lot of things that you've done in college golf that he hasn't done i mean he you know he went to northwestern for like a semester i think and then shut it down 
Um, and I mean, you've, you know, you've been going the distance in college golf, you've done some amazing things. Um, you know, I just kind of want to talk about, you know, the recruiting process whenever you kind of started that and, you know, what was, you know, what was the reasoning behind wanting to go play college golf at Wake Forest and, you know, what was really attractable for you for that? I think, I think if you, if you were to look at the, some of the best players in the world, I think yeah. 90% of them have come through college golf. Um, yeah. that was something that, uh, I recognize and my dad recognized and my brother understood. Um, and I think just the attraction of developing over here and playing against some of the best players in the world is, is something that um, you can't really replicate, yeah. especially back home. Um, you see a lot of guys, they'll play uh, up to the national events and then they'll play that for a couple of years and then they'll just turn pro with no real experience of how good these top players are. Right. Um, whereas, I think I, I personally believe the college route, you playing against some of the best players in the world who who have played in, a lot of them have played in numerous PJ Tour events. Yeah. Um, you look at Eugenio, for example, He's mm-hmm. he, he might have played in four PJ Tour events. And yeah, like he, he understands how good people, these people are. And I just feel like um, the people at home don't have a grasp of, of how good you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I think, relates back to how you develop as a person and as a golfer in college. I think without that i think it's a struggle mm-hmm. um, and especially with facilities and weather and stuff i think you just don't yeah. have that at home and it's and that makes it tough absolutely well and i think the access that wake forest is giving you guys that you know gives you guys i mean you guys have you know anything you guys need at wake forest they take amazing care of you guys i've heard nothing but you know great things about the coaches um and like you said you know that experience coming to play college golf you're playing some of the best amateurs you know in you know in the country in the world and i mean it's just such you know such an experience and i mean you've had you know like you're talking about eugenio has pga tour experience and you have some you have some as well and you're getting you getting a taste of that and you know you're doing pretty well you know going into your senior year here um you know just kind of talk about you know the things your years at wake forest you know what it what it means to be a golfer at wake forest and just maybe kind of take us through a week of what your guys' schedule is like yeah um it's funny that i think my first two years uh, I, I would say I didn't really appreciate sort of just how much I enjoyed university. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't play golf as well as I'd have hoped and I hadn't developed as a player, I think, as well as I'd have hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of tough, especially when you have, when you put schoolwork on top of that. I've oh always, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it becomes difficult to try and stay positive, but um, I think now, like now, especially uh, going into my, my last semester, and looking back at sort of how like how many good times I've had and how good the golf has been and, yeah. and how amazing having different people for in your team over the past four years right uh, meeting some amazing people just how good it's been and uh, I'm very lucky and I'll always appreciate uh, what the coaches have done for me and, and what uh, my friends have done for me and the people who I've met here um, yeah it's just a it's just an amazing place to play golf uh, especially with the Arnold Palmer legacy but yeah uh, I, I'll, I'll say it to anyone. I, I really think that we have the best facilities in America, uh-huh. uh, and I'd put it against any other teams. Um, and I and I think hopefully we we have a really good team this year, and hopefully we can we can do something with it. Um, but yeah, did you yeah you know, the the schedule for mm-hmm. I'd say a week would be uh, we just got our workouts moved to seven thirty, which is ideal. So a little bit more sleep. That's morning. a little better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um so about 7 30 workouts probably 9 30 class mm-hmm. 9 30 class runs to probably 12 45 mm-hmm. 
uh, or sorry, 145. And then from there, it's kind of straight to practice. I practice for three, four hours, yeah. then lunch, sorry, then dinner, and then uh, back home, probably a little bit of schoolwork. For me personally, probably a little bit of Xbox. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then, and then, and then head, to, head to bed. So uh, yeah. I would say that that's probably the normal routine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the the, the uh, college golf, it's nice that they moved up the workouts a little bit for you guys because a staple is, is 6 a.m. workouts. That's like a yeah. given anywhere you're going to go. Um, mm-hmm. But that's nice. So, you know, move them up a little bit, especially coming in, you know, to finals week. It's nice to, you know, maybe not, you know, we're not going to lay off the golf as much, but you're probably, you know, a little more focused on the schoolwork. And then, you know, you're still getting out there and grinding because I'm sure, you know, it, it's ne- it never stops with, you know, at the level that you guys are at. Um, and I mean, I just, I have some stats here from your fresh kind of your years at Wake Forest, um, you know, play, yeah, played, played 11 events. Um, your freshman year had a scoring average of 71.3, um, you know, 12 consecutive rounds of par better in the spring, one shy of the school record. And you had four top tens. I mean, your freshman year of college, that's, you know, you're going from, you know, these high level amateur events and, you know, playing some, you know, really high level events in Europe and, you know, making the huge transition going from, a place, you know, like you said, you've been, you know, you've been to the States, you know, pretty often, but it's still a whole transition going from being at home around your family to Wake Forest mm-hmm. University, not being around many people, um, you know, kind of getting familiar with everything again, kind of talk about that transitional, but was there anything you had to really get used to your freshman year getting into college? I know the time management a little bit, but. Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that. It's it's something that I talked about with my dad when uh, after the first year of college. Uh-huh. And uh, I went home for Christmas and we sat down and, uh, and I was like, honestly, dad, like the, these plays are really good. Mm-hmm. And, he'll, and he'll be like, well, yeah, but the world ranking will say that they're 2000 in the world. Right. Yeah, but, but, and they'll go out and shoot 64 the first round. Uh-huh. And, and, and I think people underestimate just how good the average college player is. Yeah. Um, and that was something that I, sort of picked up on fast and it was something that was almost a kick in the ass where yeah I was like all right well I need to work harder to get better than that right. um but the, the yeah the transition period was um a little difficult uh especially first semester for me was going from um I, so I had a year out before I came to university gotcha so so it was a little difficult for me when I hadn't had schoolwork in a year yeah and, and then suddenly i'm dropped with a load of schoolwork right i'm going to class and, and doing these workouts at 6 30 and all that sort of thing um so it was difficult but um it, i was very i was very lucky our academic advisor is oh um, yeah the hero she's called Kristen. Uh-huh. uh she is amazing so she helped me so much in managing my time and uh computers awesome. and um, that was a real big factor into into helping me settle down, and um, I'm very thankful for her because that without her, I'd have been I'd have been screwed. <laughs> um, but no, she she was great, and and I think once I settled down after that first semester, I kind of figured out college in a way of managing my schoolwork and managing right. and um, and that was that was big for me really. Yeah, I mean it's a huge huge change, you know. Anybody that I have that you know kind of from another country coming to the United States, it's, you know, it's a big transition, but it's nice that, you know, you had all that help at the university because I mean, 
the, the, everybody at the university, I'm sure they're like a big family for you and your parent. I mean, your coaches are kind of like your parents, you know, they're kind of guiding you through it all too at the college level. And, um, you know, that's great that you were able to kind of, you know, settle down, get super comfortable. And I mean, you continue to get better and better every year as you've gone, um, you know, obviously with the COVID year, it was a little shortened year, but um, you know, you, you've, you haven't had a scoring average worse than what your freshman year was 71.38. I mean, you moved down to 70.8 and then 70.4 in your junior year. Now you're in your senior year. I mean, you've had all kinds of awards, you know, first team all American, I mean, named the all, all ACC team, you know, finalist for the Fred Haskins award. I mean, you were like, I mean, you have all these, you know, amazing, you know, awards and you've played in some, you know, really great tournaments. And not only that, but played on some amazing teams like the 2021 Arnold Palmer Cup teams, um, the Walker Cup. You played in you know, not just one of those. We're talking about a few of those. And um, I mean, you got an exemption into, you know, the 2022 PGA Tour Valspar Championship. Um, you know, that's just I mean, talk about those experiences playing in those events outside of college golf that you're playing in these high level events, you're playing in the Walker cup, playing in the Palmer cup. I mean, just kind of talk about those experiences playing it for those teams. Yeah. It's uh, I'm, I, I know I keep going back to it, but I'm, I'm very lucky. Um, yeah. I feel like over the past sort of two or three years, I've, I've worked pretty hard. Um, Absolutely. I, I feel like I've, I've sort of focused each day on developing as a player and as a person off the course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm lucky I've been rewarded with with being able to play in, in events such as them. Um, and it's it's funny with I, I used to play soccer growing up. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, I used to play it till probably I was around 15, 15 or 16 before I had to make a decision between playing soccer or playing golf. Yeah. Um, and I always loved playing in a team sport. Team sport for me was like the be all and end all. And it was so much fun. And yeah, uh, having so many teammates was great. But and and like you know with golf suddenly you then in an individual sport where you're by yourself and mm-hmm. uh, that can be pretty pretty lonely yeah um, but then you come to college and and suddenly you've got 10 more guys who not who are competing against you but also like they want you to win yeah like if, if you win it helps the team it helps the team win right and, and it's great having that support knowing that like you're backing for your other guys to do well as well. Cause that is something that you don't have at home or anywhere else uh, mm-hmm. apart from college. Um, and yeah, especially with that and, and similar to the Palmer cup where you had, I think it was like 23 other people with you. Yeah. In the Walker cup, you have like 10 more people with, and it's, it's, it's great having that sort of moat that, that um, different type of golf. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I really enjoy playing like match playing and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, just very, very fortunate to be playing in them events and uh, and lucky enough to be picked. And um, hopefully at some point in the future, I'll be picked for something similar to that. Um, yeah, yeah. Be a Ryder Cupper with your brother or something. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be awesome. way. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, but it's very doable, man. And, um, you know, it's really cool to see, you know, I mean, you've done literally anything you can as an amateur golfer. I mean, you've played in, you know, numerous usams you played in you know you played the college golf you played you know a division high level division one um walker cup palmer cup i mean you've done everything you can you played in jones cup even as well um you know it's just so cool to you know be able to get selected for those and i they'd be dumb not to select you for those tournaments so um but that team aspect that you're talking about i i think you know everybody wants to do really well in college golf and yeah you want to go win tournaments but 
if you compare an individual win to a team win, it's just, it's not comparable, man. I mean, that team win is, you know, so special. And, you know, you guys have, you know, you guys, you had some success this last semester, um, you know, just kind of talk about this last semester. I know Merido kind of wasn't what you guys wanted, but um, you know, you had, you know, you had um, you, I think you and Michael Brennan um, co-medalists at the U.S. home event. And you guys also, you know, had some success as a team as well, but, you know, I'm sure it wasn't what you guys wanted. So kind of talk about how this last semester was and kind of what you guys are thinking your goals going into this next semester. Yeah. I'll not start on Mario golf today. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is my favorite golf club. Uh-huh. Um, no, my, my, my team is great. We, um, it's funny the, how many different personalities you get over four years. Um, yeah. But no, I, th- this year especially has been has been great. We have three new freshmen, um, mm-hmm. all really good, uh, all work hard, um, and just the team in general. Like you have Mike and you have Clay, and uh, there's another kid, BJ, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Sheed. Uh, just a lot of players who who are all wanting to play. Mm-hmm. So it's really competitive. But the the team chemistry is great. Um, my freshman year, my freshman and sophomore year, being honest with you. Uh, the team chemistry was good, mm-hmm. but not like, not like it is today. Absolutely, um, in, yeah. in my opinion, and, and that's just that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it, we spend a lot of time together as a team, more than I, I would say probably any other team. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we practice together, we play against each other all the time, uh, and you push each other to to get better. And I think that's that's the biggest thing is. Um, but everyone is everyone is working towards the same goal, and it sounds really stupid to say, but if you were to come up at six p.m. Yeah. when it's just going dark on a Thursday night, mm-hmm. there'll be someone practicing. Yeah. and I think that just shows um, the attitude that our team has in in wanting to get better and wanting to win. And I think I'm, I'm very lucky to be part of the team that is uh, that is won this year. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, that just kind of speaks volumes on, you know, the kind of dedication you guys have, um, you know, and it's nice to be able to, because, I mean, yeah, you go through, you know, the four years of college and everything like that, but now you're kind of getting towards the end here and you've spent so much time with your teammates. I mean, like you said, I mean, you could be going, you know, somebody could be practicing at 6 p.m. and you guys can go out there and grind it out and off, and off the golf course. I'm sure you guys, you know, hang out a lot still. So that team mm-hmm. chemistry is huge to have. And it's nice that, you know, it's the best it's ever been, especially going in, you know, with your senior year, um, going into your last semester here. I'm sure you guys want to get to that national championship and win a national mm-hmm. championship to kind of go out that way. Um, but I think, you know, it's just this last semester, I think is going to really kind of, you know, light a fire for you guys to just come out of the gates firing this next semester. Um, you know, even though you guys are, you know, you guys are have a lot of talent on your team, you guys are a super deep team. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how you guys go. Um, you know, not only um, you know, just kind of in this off season and this last semester, but also this next semester. I'm just really excited for you guys. Um yeah, definitely. Um so I mean obviously we've talked a little bit about the team aspect and kind of the guys on the team, but you know obviously you know, you're currently ranked number four in Wagger, you're fourth on PJ Tour U rankings. Um, you know, those are, you know, those are, that's pretty high level stuff there. Um, you know, just, is there any sort of pressure knowing that every time you tee it up, you know, somebody's chasing you for your spot? And I mean, do you kind of enjoy being chased or do you like the one that's, you know, that's chasing other people? We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, 
and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable, and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Yeah, there's it's a different sort of pressure than what you would have your your, your mm-hmm. sophomore year and freshman year and all of that because yeah, each week you're updated with a new uh, updated points average for PGA Tour University, for example. Right. So you're seeing how everyone else did. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's constantly changing whether you move from third to fourth to fifth to second. It's just constantly changing. So mm-hmm. um, I, that you can't hide away from the fact that you know it's there. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I've just tried to be like, well, good golf takes care of itself. Absolutely. Um, so if, if I can go out there and, do, and just try my best and hopefully play well that's physically all I can do and and mm-hmm. if I if I go to a tournament and I don't play well I, I don't play well it's yeah. it's it's not going to be the end of the world mm-hmm. um, yeah and that's sort of the attitude I've taken where I know it's there and and I'm not going to hide and shy away from the fact that I know it's there and um not shy away from the fact that there's pressure but that's um there's much more pressure for someone to hold like a six foot put to to keep their corn fairy card or right or, or right that sort of thing. so um i'm not playing for money yet so uh the pressure isn't i don't think as much as as what other guys have it but um at the same time it's still you're excited to to do well and and you want to do well and um yeah that is just the the attitude that i've had in in terms of uh keeping that ranking and hopefully getting better for the semester well, and it's great to have the PJ2U ranking because before it was like you graduated college and all right, like obviously professional golf, you got to figure it all on your own. But now that they have this kind of, you know, this access and they're going to be able to give you guys some status straight away and have a place to play straight away out after college. I mean, that's, you know, that's huge to have. And um, I like the thought process though, that you just, you know, it's whether it's good, bad, good golf or bad golf, it's going to, you know, it's going to happen either way. Um, you know, and, you know, if you do go out there and you, you know, it's not the, not, you didn't have your best stuff. I mean, that's just going to happen, but um, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do about it. Once it's all said and done, it's all, you know, you can't go back and change anything, but um, exactly. you know, you're, you're, you know, you have great talent, you're an amazing player. So I think, you know, you're only going to continue to get better and better as you know, the years go on. And um, you know, I'm just really excited to see how, you know, not, like I said, not only how you finish the rest of your years, but also professional golf too. I think it's gonna be super exciting for you, man. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously Wake Forest is really known for their golf program. I mean, the legacy that Arnold Palmer has at Wake Forest is huge as well, but you, know, you guys are known for always having a solid team. You, you know, you rattled off a lot of the freshmen that you guys have. You guys also have, you know, Michael Brennan, uh, Mark Power, Parker Gilman, and a ton of other great players. Um, you know, kind of talk about, you know, what's the mindset you guys have going into this next semester? I know we kind of talked about, you know, the goals and stuff, but you know, what's the mindset coming in that, you know, out of that first tournament? I know you guys are going to be at the Southwestern at Pepperdine's event, you know, what's, you know, what's kind of the mindset and kind of what are your guys' coaches telling you guys? Yeah. I, uh, the, the mindset is just very similar to, to the things we spoke about already, but mm-hmm. um, it's just like as a group setting, it's, it's getting, it's funny, my, my coach, both coaches, Jerry and Aaron, have always said to me that if you're not even, you might not be winning every week, but as long as you look back after the year and say, okay, I got a little bit better that semester, 
right and you develop that a little bit better then that's a positive mm-hmm. so you can take that into account as as long as i'm getting that little bit better each day then you're gonna you're gonna do okay and mm-hmm. i think uh i think over this winter over this winter break with people working hard and um yeah get to go home refresh see the coaches i think uh our mindset coming back is hopefully i mean we're gonna go out we're gonna win um, yeah and hopefully gonna win as much as we can this semester and take ourselves to the national championships and give ourselves a chance but everyone has the same mindset of um we want to win we want to do well um we work hard enough as a team where i think we deserve to win is my opinion Um, yeah and uh yeah that'll be that'll be the mindset and the goal for for the rest of the year yeah, that's it. I mean, I think I think that's great, you know, going to the offseason, just, you know, grinding out still and just, you know, getting after it at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, I was super excited to see how you go, how you guys go. You know, I've always had, you know, I, I love Wake Forest. I think it's a great university. Um, so, you know, I'm just really excited to see how you guys go. We'll be pulling for you guys for sure. Um, you know, can I talk about do you do you like to set goals individually yourself? I mean, what are some goals maybe you have, you know, for this next semester? And you know, maybe just kind of talk about, you know, if you if you set any, if you don't, that's fine. But you know, if you have any goals there. Yeah, I, I used I used to set goals um mm-hmm. yeah. when I was a little bit younger. And I found myself like I found either I wasn't gonna hit them or I, I hit them and it was great. But when I didn't hit them, I was really disappointed. So I, I as we speak, I don't really have any goals. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, if if in in the long run, I I guess I guess a goal would probably be making the top five for yeah. form. It would be would be my my overall goal, and that that right now is my only is my only goal. I would say. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. But the the I I wouldn't say I write any down or any of that sort of thing, which right. uh, I know a lot of people probably don't do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the, the corn fray one, just getting that little bit better each and every day is, is the, the things that I look for. Um, and I, I strive towards, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it's, that's kind of the trend that I've seen with guys <clears throat> on the podcast. I mean, um, you know, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself because like you said, if you don't meet those goals, you know, it, golf's already a, a tough game. It's a big mental game. It, it can be disappointing at, you know, numerous times. So you don't want to put any added pressure on yourself that it's unnecessary. And, um, you know, I think those are great goals to have get 1% better every day and just, you know, try and place as high as you can on the PG two U rankings and get that corn fairy tour status. Um, you know, that's, that's great stuff. And I know you're going to go out there and do everything you can. Um, and yeah, just for looking forward to seeing how that goes. And, um, obviously you want to play professional golf. That's always been kind of in the cards for you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of, what's the route you're looking to take? Obviously, the PJ tour, you rankings, you want to get staffs on corn fairy tour straight away. You know, have you ever, I'm sure, you know, you're going to be going back home, you know, let's say, you know, that doesn't work out. You got to have a backup plan. You know, what's the backup plan for you? Would you go over to the, you know, in Europe back home, play challenge tour and stuff? I mean, what's kind of the, you know, what's the, what's the plan? Ideally, I, I don't want to really go home. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I love it so much here. Um, I, it's where the best players are, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. So ideally, if there's a way I can, I can, um, I can stay here and, and play golf here, then absolutely uh, that would be great. So whether that might that might not be corn fairy, but that might be form tour or whatever, and work my way through there, then so be it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, golf is a is a frustrating sport where it doesn't always go your way. Um, right. Right. My my only uh, having a my thing with having a plan B, which mm-hmm. I've always sort of said to myself is the fact that you have a plan B suggests that you don't believe in plan A. Yeah. 
yeah so i've always i've always just said okay plan a and then if it doesn't work out then we'll, we'll figure it out from there yeah you'll figure it but, out from there yeah yeah but i i don't tend to think like okay well i'm hope if this doesn't work out this is going to happen mm-hmm. yeah you're probably best having a backup and and i'm sure I, i'll find a backup if if that happens but for now and hopefully that'll be my mindset for the future will be just straight plan a and let's just see where that takes me so absolutely um, and that's yeah. my thought absolutely well i mean i mean you're i mean all uh, all you got to say is you know alex fitzpatrick you've had amazing experience amazing success in the game of golf so i mean i have no you know no doubts or anything that you're gonna get to where you want to be and um you're gonna put the work in no matter what so you know it's just you know it's you've left i feel like you've left a legacy at wake forest you know you've done amazing things and you're going to continue to do amazing things so i'm just really excited for you man really excited for you yeah we're heading to the next section of the show i like that call the ham and egg sections just some for fun questions a little bit different um you know so the first one is kind of a staple you know i like to kind of see you know if you were to if you didn't have golf in your life and you had to play another sport professionally you know what sport would you play and why soccer yeah 100%. yeah yeah best sport in the world if you, you can i i much prefer it to golf i much prefer it to anything else um, yeah yeah that, that 100 would be the sport i'd play yeah one i mean especially like you said you know um you know soccer or you know that's huge for you know for in europe and everything mm-hmm. like that um you know and that's a lot of you know that's a lot of the responses i get from guys from you know england and yeah. um scotland stuff like that and um yeah i did, i bet that would be so fun to play and i'm sure you know every now and then you guys will play you know kind of in your off time or something with some of the guys on the team maybe or whenever you go back home with some friends and stuff um yeah. you know it's always nice to kind of have that outlet i know michael brennan he was talking about basketball and stuff and mm-hmm. um you know like that's a, a lot of other guys have that too i was talking to logan McAllister, and you know he's you know, he's a basketball guy too so mm-hmm. um yeah so it's really cool to kind of hear that aspect because I mean, if I had golf, I don't know what I'd be doing. It like golf is just it's just such a main part of our lives. And yeah. Um, so Indeed. it's just I could never imagine, you know, not having golf in our lives. But um yeah. Um, so obviously you played in, like you said, um, you know, we played in ton of tons of different events. You've been in some high pressure situations, I'm sure. Um, you know, what's the most nervous you've ever been on the golf course? And you know, if there's a moment you can kind of pinpoint and you know, what do you do to kind of keep yourself calm? Um that's a good question i would say the most nervous i've been um probably two places i played Mm -hmm. a thing called the jet legalese Mm -hmm. yeah uh, Yeah. which is yeah the i think it's in it's gbni versus europe it's like under 16s or something Uh yeah Uh, the first tee i had a guy called peter mcavoy behind me who was uh, a great great guy he was an unbelievable player Mm -hmm. Uh, and i remember I remember telling him that I, I, I like I was nervous with driver off the first tee and uh, and he basically told me a couple of things with a couple of cuss words in them and yeah uh, <laughs> basically just told me to bomb it so that was that was probably the first one and the second one was probably being on the green of the first Walker Cup uh-huh. um, yeah my, the first tee it's funny the first tee shot i wasn't nervous in at all not even in the slightest because I, I i always have this like low go to um like really low ball flight shot with like, gotcha. an or, or it can be driver and yeah and i felt so comfortable because i pulled up it was a four iron off the tee and i felt oh, yeah. just like, it was just something i'd done every day yeah a little stinger um, four iron down there yeah yes exactly but but then get to the green and the whole green is surrounded 
and I've got like a an eight footer for for the win. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, suddenly your hands are like, ooh, ooh, and you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was that was definitely the the second most nervous I've I've been. But I mean, it you, you almost you almost got to look at it in a way of like it's good nerves. It's not. It's oh, not absolutely. Like it's nerves and, um, yeah. You just got to enjoy it as much as you can, and and that's what comes with um with being um with working hard and, and being a better player and um you get those those sort of opportunities and it, it's great to put yourself in them chances as well absolutely because like you said it's only going to make you a better player mm-hmm. um and i mean that's you know it's kind of been you know the standard i've heard from guys you know that you know they have a putt for it's to go one up or or it's a putt you know a shorter short is putt that you don't really want to have you know a little knee knocker and that's the thing, man. Once the hands start going, it's like, okay, this is when you know the nerves are kicking in. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's it's pretty serious at that point. Um, you, you can always feel it. You can always feel it in your body, and you're like, I'm gonna be nervous over this one. There's nothing. <laughs> <you can do." laughs> even before you, you hadn't even stepped up to the ball yet, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be nervous over this. But yeah, 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's funny, man. Um, so I mean, obviously, you you've been through the junior golf kind of um you know you've had your junior golf career you've had a great career um and i'm sure there's a lot of golfers over in europe that are you know wanting to try and play college golf and try and make that transition from europe to playing college golf in the you know in the states i mean do you feel there's any advice for junior golfers that you know that there's some things they could really focus on getting recruited or to kind of better their chances um if if it's something you're just, I think for someone who's looking at, at developing as a, as a golfer, mm-hmm. I think college route is the, not the only way, but a hundred percent the best way to, to play and, and to grow as a, as a golfer. Because like I said before, you're playing against some of the best players in the world and um, you, you put with a team who will push you and they'll work hard and um, that it'll be competitive. You'll have qualifying where you have to go out and you have to beat a couple of, uh, you have to be eight or nine other guys um depending on how big your team is mm-hmm. in order to get a spot for for the next tournament right um so i 100 think college golf is the best route for um for a golfer for a junior golfer growing up and um i, th- I think uh it's it's difficult for recruiting because someone for someone who's international mm-hmm it's really hard to sort of understand where is a good school and where is not a good school to go. Right. Um, for, for Americans, it's much easier because they're familiarized with, with the schools already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was, I was just very obviously lucky with having connections and knowing that Wake was a great school, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it, it's a tough one. I mean, um, just keep, keep doing them eight foot drills. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> keep, keep working hard and, and getting some good grades in school and um and then look at look at colleges over here i think that's just the best way yeah and try and i mean try and go on as many visits as you can probably too to kind of really mm-hmm. get a feel for the different kinds of universities maybe go to if you can talk to some schools in different parts of the country because i mean you never know you might like you know the east coast better than the west coast or you might might like you know 100%. texas better or you might you just never know so i think that's kind of you know something that a lot of guys have talked about too is you know really taking as many visits as you can to see what's out there because there's a lot of universities a lot of universities out there ton of different schools out there Mm -hmm. um so you know wake forest has a lot to offer the golfers there and um like you said you know you feel like you guys have the best practice facilities you know in the country um you know what's one of the you know what's a resource that you can kind of pinpoint or something that you have access to that you just really appreciate about you know wake forest 
Oh man, pretty, pretty much all of it. I mean, yeah. our, our facility, uh, my freshman year, my facility was, it's probably a 35 second walk. Mm-hmm. You, wow. You turn out the doors, you go up the hill and you are on the range. It's incredible. That's amazing. Um, like you, if you were to, if, if you have ever seen an aerial view of Wake, uh-huh. it's so funny. Like you have the campus and then suddenly you have this big old range on this, like in uh-huh. the middle of it. Yeah. Um, so I think that is probably the biggest thing that I'm appreciative for, just the, the opportunity to be able to walk onto the range from anywhere on campus. Um, yeah. I, I know some guys who go to places who have to drive 30, 40 minutes to get to a, the yeah. golf center. Uh-huh. And, and that will baff, that almost baffles me because it's like, well, mine's just down the road. So. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I mean, but yeah, to have that, it that, that close. That's, that's the biggest thing I think I would say that I take away from Wake. Yeah, I mean, just having that, how convenient it is. And um, obviously, you know, Wake Forest is a huge, they have, you know, amazing golf program. They always have. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's amazing to have. And you don't have to drive 30 or 40 minutes. I mean, golly, every day to just go bank some balls like that yeah. would suck. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's tough. So that's really nice that you guys have that, obviously. And yeah, like absolutely. you said, it, it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint whenever you get to those, you know, those high division one schools, because there's just everything's amazing about them. Mm-hmm. everything's amazing mm-hmm. about them so yeah that's just really interesting to kind of hear which one you uh, really appreciate i'm sure you appreciate all the other ones just as much so yeah agree, yeah, agree. definitely um you know you played in a few usams you played in a few walker cups we talked a little bit about kind of you know making those teams the palmer cup jones cup and numerous high level college events you know if there was one tournament or one amateur tournament that you know that you could play in every single year um, obviously when every turn pro, you're not gonna be able to play them, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, if there was one tournament or a team that you can make every single year, you know, which one would it be? I think it has to be the Walker cup, the Walker cup. Yeah, um, absolutely. I say that because, uh, I think, I think not only is it an amazing event where you play against some of the top players, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a funny mix of when you come out if, if you're a college player over here uh-huh. and then you have mates from that you used to play with back home that are yeah. still back, back home playing the national events uh-huh. and they come all the way over here i mean the 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 one at Seminole last year yeah um i think it was last year was it it might have been this year uh-huh. um, they came to i i, I was lucky I've, I've been to Seminole before but the uh they came here and they were like oh my goodness like these greens are running at faster than 10 uh-huh and it's yeah like, well a lot of greens a lot of greens are over in america <laughs> like back home they run at like seven and they're bobbly uh-huh. um, right so i think i think the, the mix of having friends from back home and, and missing the accents and all that sort of stuff and then you're playing against the best players over here on an amazing golf course is yeah. i think 100 percent the best the best thing yeah, that's funny though that you say that because they come over and it's yeah, the greens are just lightning. You're like, yeah, it's, it's like that everywhere here. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, Seminole was there. Seminole was running at like 15, and they were, yeah, so, some of the guys just didn't know how to react to that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. But that's really cool though, like you said. I mean, you know, like you said, you know, you probably aren't, you know, hanging out with those guys as much from back home. And then next thing you know, you guys are playing on the same team together, representing your country. Um, you know, that's, that's something really special to do. And that's something super fun to do no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's really cool though. I mean, a Walker cup's got to be every amateurs, you know, list to get on even up, even up, I, I take a Palmer cup team even too, yes, but absolutely. yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. it's all, it's all, it's, it's all really hard to pinpoint, but yeah, I mean, Walker cup, it's, you know, you know, there's tons of professional golfers that, you know, play on Walker cup teams and, um, to, you know, to remember those days of playing with those guys is, uh, that's something really special that you'll never forget. 
that you'll never forget for sure. I mean, you got your plaque right there in the back. I can see it right there with the uh, GB. Yeah, there we go. To be honest with you. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> but um, so I think this next one I have is, you know, obviously you guys play different courses week to week for tournaments. And there's, you know, there's a lot of different styles of golf courses. Um, you know, how do you guys go and approach a new tournament, a new golf course? And, um, you know, is there kind of something that you really do to kind of prepare yourself for a course that you don't know or kind of, you know, a way to plot yourself around the course? I don't think there's anything specific that I would do that, that you might, um, <clears throat> that you might be shocked at. I think it's mm-hmm. yeah. a case of, uh, I think it's a case of just kind of, uh, I guess, hitting a couple of balls off a tee maybe that you're not comfortable with and mm-hmm. figuring out what's the best club off, off each tee and um, the misses for, for each flag. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, it's a rough guess for, for where you think the flags are. So mm-hmm. um, making sure you chip from the right spots and, and knowing where to miss and where not to miss, I think is just the, the most important things. But um, I wouldn't say there's anything special I do from, from uh, playing a course that I don't really know I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of the normal things that you would do and think of. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of what would you say is your strong suit about, you know, about your game that any golf course you get on? Like I've had, you know, I've had a couple guys come on, you know, whether you go to different golf courses, if you hit good shots, you're still going to hit, you know, you're going to have good results. Um, you know, is there something about your game that you feel just travels really well at any golf course you go to? Is it, you know, you get off the tee really well, your iron player, kind of your short game player, or just all around solid golfer? <laughs> I, um, I would say I would say my irons have always been, mm-hmm. I think, pretty good. Um, yeah. I've always had tr- a lot of trust in my irons. To um, sometimes I probably go at pins I probably shouldn't. Uh-huh. Um, I guess that's just from just having trust in in uh, how well I hit my irons. And absolutely, I think I think that and and chipping. I, my, my chipping has always been fairly good. Um, yeah. And I think they sort of relate. I think sometimes I'm a bit more aggressive with flags mm-hmm. because I know that if I miss, then absolutely I, I have a good chance to get up and down um, right but i think them two are the things that translate well in a lot of places my driver has always been something that i've kind of struggled with recently mm-hmm. uh, sorry over over time um but hopefully to toward recently has been a lot lot better um yeah yeah i had some different techniques and stuff and um fingers crossed i'll be hitting the ball a lot higher and a lot straighter so um, there you go hopefully that's that's <laughs> that's gonna be the case but um yeah yeah, I mean, you're putting it all together here for the senior year, last semester, going out with a bang. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be super fun to see how you go. And I just, I don't know, I just really like to hear kind of, you know, what I feel like your iron play, if you can have good iron play and your chipping's really good at any course you go to, that's like, those are the key things I feel like. Cause I mean, obviously, you know, putting, you got to make putts at the end of the day, but you got to mm-hmm. hit greens as well. And when you miss mm-hmm. those greens, you got to get those up and downs like you're talking about. So I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, those are great things that people can, you know, try and focus on in their games. Um, we're heading to the last question here. I mean, I know there's been a big support system, you know, for you and your golfing career. There's been a lot of guys you look up to, you know, your, you know, your parents, your dad, that got you in the game, your brother, but is there somebody that has really inspired you to be the person sus golfer you are today? Um, I would say I have, I've been blessed with an incredibly lucky support system. Um, I have coaches at home. I have Pete Cowan, uh, Mm -hmm. Mike Walker and Nick Hubie, who are all, um, they all kind of work together basically. And it's a long story, but Pete has a range and they used to work there and all that Uh sort of stuff. And yeah, um, it's 
25, 30 minutes from my house. And I went there all the time as a kid. Um, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, they, and obviously they still teach me to this day and um, just sort of very lucky to have that around. And um, they, they, I wish they'd get more credit than they deserve. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously Pete, Pete and Mike and um, teach some amazing players. Absolutely. More of like a local guy, but um, they all, they're all unbelievable. And they've all been so great with me over um, the course of 12 or 13 years that I've known them. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, it's, it's hard to, to just be like, uh, to do more than just be like, thank you a lot. But uh -huh. um, I, I do appreciate everything they've done for me and, uh, and they're just amazing. So yeah, that 100% would be the, the things that I would, I, I guess I appreciate the most. Absolutely, man. I mean, I know there's a lot that goes into playing golf and you got to have that support system. That's great that you have the team that you guys have, you know, not only, you know, your, you know, the people back home, but also the people at Wake Forest. And, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people that go into, you know, kind of your team and your support system. So, but it's just really, it's nice to give some credit where credit's due whenever you can. So, um, you know, it's nice to, nice to do that, but um, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Alex Fitzpatrick. Alex, once again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. Um, you know, I wish you nothing but the best and your future endeavors there. And we'll be keeping tracking you and throwing you up on Instagram whenever we can, man. Thank you. I, pre I appreciate having me. Cheers. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.